Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We got an awesome show for you today. Natasha Renato joining me here today. Natasha, okay, like if you've never heard her show, fasten your seatbelt, everybody. Benny, make sure you're like got your hands on the buttons just in case something goes sideways. Oh, boy. Just, just saying. All right, <laughs> let's do it. All right, I need some, need right. some action for like- today. And I was like, Jamie, you're doing the Facebook and all that business. Okay. You know, don't worry if we go like all poltergeist right today. Uh, Look, awakening to the divine within, opening up to our magical selves. This right here for me, how do I want to explain it? You could see me looking up. People say to me, are you, are you, do you have a little bit conditioned? Like, do you have like a thing that happens with you that you look up? I do. Because I get these channeling things. But here's what I want to say. This show, hello, everybody, 1-800-930-2819. We need you to call in because this is where we are going to draw the line in the fear sand. We're going to, we're going to take, we're going to take that thing like your hand or I don't know, like if you have a jackhammer, Benny. And you, you're just going to like draw your line today. You're going to be like, okay, fear here, right? Say goodbye to that. Me, abundance, mystic priestess, everything you can imagine, the embodiment journey, what is the womb mystic priestess and soul dominatrix, all of this you want to put over here, okay? And then this other stuff, I'm afraid of this. It's not going to do this. I'm never going to get this. Oh, I don't have enough money for that. Oh, my boss just banged on the desk. Uh, Okay, my dog is crying. Uh, Okay, I don't know what to do. Should I paint my fence? Okay. Today, I want to introduce you to someone that if I were to say, Benny, she's got it going on, that would be like an understatement. So, but I'm going to say it anyway. She's got it going on. So what I mean about that, when you have a passion to hold safe space for people in trauma, trauma survivors, right? Why am I talking to you about this? I know what it's like to be there. I got it at age six. I got it again at 17. I got it again at 19. I got it again. Abusive relationship. My partner threw me down a flight of stairs, trying to bite my right arm off. I believe me, here we are. But if you don't want to be in the dark shadows of that, Natasha Ornado is somebody you want to talk to. Natasha, H-O-R-N-E-D-O.com. I want you to go there. Natasha, are you ready? I'm so ready. And so there is one thing I want to start with, and it's not necessarily about putting our fear aside. (laughs) 
I, I just actually, always do things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's actually, though, yeah, it's actually, and what I would invite you, and I'd invite you to play with this too, Dr. Pat, is to do also it. take it with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could take Bring it, it with, with you me. on that journey. Okay. Because you know but what? I'll make a deal with you though on that. Yeah. Okay. Make a deal. If I take it with you, if I take it with me, as I like to say, it's <laughs> got to be in the back seat. You can let it start in the back All seat. right. Yeah, that's okay. I'm going to get schooled today. <laughs> <laughs> so what I invite you, though, as you take that fear with you, as you start to actually allow it, accept it, let it permeate through you, I want you to start to see what is that fear bringing to your consciousness? What is that speaking to you? Let that fear be what allows you to illuminate the parts of myself, yourself, ourselves that actually just really need to be loved and accepted. You know, um, I feel like this is such a perfect moment today. You know what? I want to just start in and like be real, like raw and authentic. I'm coming in with some of those fears. I'm coming in with um, a lot of these painful memories, uh, visceral body sensation feeling memories of experiences that I went through in my 20s when I abandoned myself, when I was in painful situations, when I was in the throes of my own trauma and I made really, 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 I hurt people. And for so many years, because I didn't wanna face those things, I wanted to push them away. I wanted to step into this life of spirituality that I was like, love and light, don't focus on the negative. That sounds great. That sounds like what I need, but it wasn't because what it did is it prevented me from illuminating the spaces that needed to be illuminated, that needed to be integrated, that needed to be felt so that I didn't keep making these bad decisions that were hurting others. But, and really like the worst of it is that it was hurting myself. And when I hurt myself and when I hurt others, what I realized is that I started punishing myself. And so these become the unconscious patterns that start to rule us. This is why we start to hear those voices that tell us, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not ready. I need someone else to show me. We, why we give away our power because we stop being able to trust ourselves. And the way that we start to regain that back to have the power of being living truly embodied in our body of feeling ourselves in every moment of not abandoning ourselves is by being willing to go into those shadow spaces to shine the light and see where that part of you that I like to think of them as kind of these demons that we create yeah. but really what those demons are is that's your inner child in the corner crying Mm -hmm. and saying that I have gifts that I want to share. I have value and I have worth. But because the energy I carry makes you uncomfortable, it makes us think that we don't have a place in society. I'm a little messy. I'm a little loud. I'm a little aggressive. We shove these pieces of ourselves into these corners and they become these fears. They become those doubts. And so when they start clamoring for our attention, because we want to move forward in our lives, mm -hmm. it's because they're saying, Hey, yes, we want you to do that. But first you need to make sure you bring the gifts that we carry with you. Mm -hmm. 
because we are bringing completeness, a wholeness. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder, because one of the things I'm also struck by is the fact that we are whole. We're all of our piece parts. You know, we're all of the parts of our lives, right? That we've been, we are, and we will become. And thank you for reminding me of that, because we are all of that. I think where we get stuck is in this place of thinking that we are that thing that happens, like we become it, it becomes our story, like it becomes our life. Yes. Right? Like we take it every minute of every day. But you know, part of the work that you're doing is really to look in that place, you know, to look in the place where we're allowed to and I say that we're allowed because sometimes we don't give ourselves permission. Yes. Yeah. A lot of times that's where the shame is. Yeah. yeah. And so today we want to be able to do exactly what you said, Natasha, and be able to look at things and, and fully stare them in the eye. You know, look, I don't know why I put fear over there because I, I don't know that I could, I, I'm trying to think of a time in my life where I haven't looked fear in the eye. Now I'm not saying I've handled it yeah. well every time. Let's just be clear yeah. with that. Just be clear. As a matter of fact, I had a moment right before this show. Funny, you should ask. And, you know, we're, we're looking at our expansion and we have a lot of opportunities. And this is really interesting that this, this, these things happen in ways that they do. But, you know, you're talking with 10 different people. Everybody has something that they want to offer, but they want something back in return. And you get their word about something. And then you find out they violate their word. And you're, you're kind of thinking, dude, what did you just do? And so today, we have to be able to look deeply, as you say, in that wound. We have to be able to look at the many places of our soul to know that even something like that may have a divine, benevolent, unlimited possibility, purpose, hallelujah, and amen to that. Natasha, what do you have to say about that? I'm so glad you asked me this question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my amazing Tantra teacher, Miss Valentina Leo, she goes by Mrs. Love. Um, She shares this statement that just so fits this. And so I'm going to start with that and then I'm going to break that down. And what she says, is that this earth, this world is so benevolent, is so loving that it's going to create experiences for you. It's going to bring up discomfort, that bring up all of these feelings, that bring up that sense of betrayal because it loves you so much, Dr. Pat, that it is giving you the opportunity to fully embrace and feel the totality of that experience the emotions and the sensations that come up to give you the opportunity to love yourself so deeply and be done with this experience so that you don't have to keep going through it. (laughs) So that instead you get to feel this love for yourself and know that you can move forward and experience new and more beautiful things that you create with this sense of healing and totality. And so my question for you is, and we don't have to go into the story of what this was, because honestly, that's what keeps us stuck and attached. But what I invite you to explore instead is 
you know, those feelings of betrayal, what did you notice about that? What did that reveal in your body? Yeah, I'll tell you what it did for me. What it revealed in my body was an interesting place. Let me just study, you know, an interesting place, a feeling that I've been before. And so let's just talk about the feeling that I've been before, because I think most of us can understand when we've been struck by something several times. And I use the word struck because for me, that's the way it feels. So what I'm referring to are these moments where we can fear something in our gut, but maybe we don't have the words for it. I mean, it is, you know, sometimes it's feel like you're activating your womb. You know, your womb is like, is like, what is going on down there? Uh, something's going on down there. I feel something going on down there. And then isn't that what you talk about? You talk about the womb mystic princess and my favorite soul dominatrix. Oh my God, there's so much I'm revealing in this show. It makes me crazy. Uh, it doesn't make me, Benny's like, yeah, we know. Uh, but this is really this feeling where, we're looking at making things accessible to us. This is the way you, I believe, talk about it. You talk about this. But let's talk about it as what you reference an energy center. Because when you ask me what I'm feeling, I'm not feeling something in my head. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not feeling it in my shoulder, although my shoulder does hurt today. Too much ping pong. But you get it in this place down here, right? Yeah. Tell me about that place from your perspective, please. Yes. And so this space, this space that is located about two inches underneath the belly button. Yes. In um, female born bodies, we carry that uterus and that physiological womb space. But in all beings in that space, we carry an energetic womb space, a literal portal of creation and manifestation that lives within us. When you're looking at the Eastern traditions, they refer to this in the Japanese culture as the Hara. It's our center of gravity. If we're looking at the Taoist tradition, they refer to it as the lower Dantian, the cauldron where we really store and hold our chi, our energy. And so when we look at this space, this energetic space that we hold, and then when we look around the world around us, this is literally what we all live in. We live in a giant cosmic womb space, a portal of creation that is forever expanding and contracting, expanding and contracting. And right now in in the earth, we're also, we're feeling it. The earth is singing a new song and it is bringing a level in of intensity into our bodies that we are all feeling. It's wanting, a lot of us are wanting to turn up. We want to stay busier. We want to stay not present because it's intense. Because the energy that's pouring through is the literal energy of creation. And this is what we house within our bodies. And so when you notice that activation in the womb, there's something there that's waiting for you because this womb space, it's like a sponge. And so it soaks in and it takes in this information around the world. And so for hundreds of thousands of centuries being humans on this earth, we have experienced as a collective severe, severe trauma. And this is things like um, war crimes, the Inquisition, 
the the middle ages like all of these traumas that humanity has experienced as a whole they have never ever been really stopped and addressed this is you know the indigenous in america that have been slaughtered the residential schools that we see in canada the slavery you know the racial injustice that we see all of this the reason we're seeing this is because this is all literally embedded in every single one of us. We all have a part. We all have a role. We are a collective species. And the wounds are being activated right now to tell us all that we need to slow way down, to feel this, to release it from our bodies so that we can start to listen to the earth and live in harmony. Because the rate at which humanity is moving right now is we are moving without an awareness of how we are affecting this womb space that literally supports our life. And if we continue at this pace without slowing down, without tuning into those rhythms, we will destroy ourselves. We will not destroy the womb space, that will be fine. But she loves us. He loves us so much because this is, it's not just about the divine feminine, though that is a really potent energy that's awakening. This is really about the marriage of the divine feminine and the masculine together. And yeah. so that womb space is our wisdom and our connection to this cosmic womb. It is literally where that divinity lives within us. Yeah. And this is what I invite you to, yes, to start to awaken and open up to in yourself. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do, because we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what it means, what the word embodiment really means. You know, when I think about the word embodiment, you know, I often think about this, you know, Natasha, I was getting ready for the show today and I was thinking about embodiment and I was thinking about, you know, the series of things in my life which I now openly talk about. And, you know, when I talk about them, it's really interesting what people, the way people react. You know, when I talk about my mom's suicide, when I talk about being beaten in, in a boarding school, you know, and my story about it and what I learned, people look at me like, why are you talking about it that way? You know, this was traumatic you know, th that's your story can't be that positive. It can't be that. When we come back, why can't it be? Why can't it be that? I don't know. Natasha is going to tell us all about that. Natasha Ornano joining me here today. You know, we're going to talk about embodiment, the journey, and how sometimes it is one of these things. It is helpful not to take it alone. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off, you're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Tired of not losing the weight? 
You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com d-r-d-a-r-v-i-s-h.com. Tune into Hungry for Answers every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com with me, Robin Clare. I am a recovery coach, professional, and best-selling author, bringing you eye-opening conversations about addiction and groundbreaking tools for recovery. To learn about me and my offerings, visit Clarity.com. That's Claire, C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com. Hey everybody, it's me, psychic medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole. We are so excited to introduce you to our new live call-in show called Shades of Spirit on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As we connect you with your crossed over loved ones, angels, and guides, and also help you develop your own psychic and healing abilities. For more information and to book your own private experience, go to ShadesOfSpirit.com and also follow us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm so thrilled about doing this show today, Awaken to the Divine Within, opening up to our magical selves, my very special guest, host of our own show, Natasha Ornato. And Natasha, look, um, before we get rolling here, a couple of things. I would love for people to know more about you. How do they find out about you? And also, how do they find out about your work and your upcoming programs? All of the above, please. Yeah, so you can find me at natashaodnedo.com. You can also find me through Facebook and Instagram, same name. Everything is real simple. I like to keep it as easeful as possible. My program information you could find through my website by going onto my scheduling calendar. The information will pop up. You can find it also with a little more details through either my Facebook or my Instagram. And if you also are like, this sounds good, but I'm not sure, there's a 20-minute uh, clarity call. So you can go ahead and book that. It's for free. You can hop on a call with me and we can really see if it feels like this aligned place to work together. Can we hmm. have a moment? Always. Okay. So the moment that I want to really lean into is I got asked a question in an interview last week and it was a it, it's, it's a great question and it always gets me to think it always gets me to think right um, I get two very important questions one is what's the real color of your hair get that one it's the same as hers. That's like me. If you look at her, that's the color of my hair. Um, 
And then the second one really is, how do you keep going? How do you keep innovating, you know, coming up with ideas? And then, you know, how do you all put them into action? You know, what's your magic formula? Uh, and I will tell you that if you talk to Jessica or Jamie or Malia, Jamie and Malia are new, but if you talk to Jessica, Linda or Jacob or anybody, Kim or anybody, their worst, their worst energy of the day is when I walk in all excited, like, oh my God, I had the most incredible vision. I've got a great idea. That right there is enough to really temporarily wish everybody was on steroids on the team. You know, I've learned two things. I've learned, yes, if I have a great idea, you know, please don't tax your staff to get it done. Put it in perspective. But I want to ask you about this magical, and I want to ask you about this energy of what you're creating and what we're talking about. Because my wish for the people listening and my wish for the world is to be able to tap into that unlimited nature, you know, to tap into the womb of birth and rebirth of light and dark. You know, this vision never changed. I have a card from my first show, which was called Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. That was the name of the show. And on the back of it, it said, I wanted to reach a million people to help them live life full out because I was at one of the lowest points in time in my life. And I, and I dialed the wrong number and here you and I are. So I want to talk with you today about your body of work and what this does to help people step into the embodiment, to, to step in you know, to the nature of deep healing and transformation, you know, and, and to talk about what you've come to know embodiment is. Could we start there? Yeah, absolutely. And oh, they're so juicy. I feel like there's so much to go into. Um, but at first, I'm going to take it into the embodiment and what that really means. And I feel like this is such an important question because we hear this a lot. We hear this tossed around a lot. And I know for myself and my journey, when I started the spiritual journey, um, I started through the body and I did a lot of yoga and I did a lot of working out. And when I say a lot, I mean, I spent six to eight hours of my day it moving and working with my body. And what I've come to realize in this last really like couple of months is that I was not as embodied as I thought I was at all. Yes, I was working with my body. I was aware of sensations, but instead of actually allowing myself to be with those sensations, to slow down, to go into those things, I was using all of these movement practices in order to, as uh, I've heard Reshma Menachem say, yoga the heck out of it. And so, yeah, I mean, and when he said that, it was just this illumination, this light bulb of how, as a society, we have really been taught that when we start to feel these uncomfortable emotions, these sensations within our bodies, not to honor, 
what is truly coming up and being asked within ourselves, but to speed up, to, to run away from it, to do these practices that are meant to create embodiment, but we've been using them in this way instead to try and contort our desires, to try and deny and repress or control ourselves. But really when those sensations come up, when something in your body is giving you that activation, what true embodiment is being able to be present and willing enough to be like, oh, I am feeling a depth of intensity and this is so uncomfortable. I don't wanna be in my body. But instead of doing that, taking that moment to instead of speeding up or making yourself too busy, instead of doing the most radical, beautiful thing that you can do, which is simply to slow down, just to take a breath in a moment. And if it's really this intensity that's like, oh, this needs more time and space, honoring that. Like if you're in a conversation and this is like, you know, and it feels like you need to do this thing, like it's a work situation, being brave enough in that moment to be like, you know what, there are a lot of sensations coming up in my body that I need to explore right now. And I need some time and space to do that before I can continue on in this moment. We've been living in this world and you touched upon this, Dr. Pat, with like, you get these inspiration, these great ideas, but then when you come in, you're just like, let's do, it's this big solar energy, this masculine energy, this energy that we have seen get distorted in the sense of what we all like to call the patriarchy. And so I know for me, I had seen myself for a long time as like this big feminist of like, yes, take down the patriarchy and all this stuff. And I found myself recently realizing that I feel really silly with myself about that. Because what I was doing is that, you know, in the sense of like, when we're looking at polarity, that shadow work, I'm projecting this outside of myself when I am a part of this. I have been in that solar energy of like, oh, I have an idea. And then it's like off to the races, put it in a structure, get it done, put it out there instead of being like, well, wait, is that what happens in nature? When we're pregnant and a child is gestating, does that child pop right out? No. It is slow, it takes time, it takes nurturance. It takes a gestation period to allow that, that precious seed of life to fully flourish. And then it comes out through the structure. Then we put that container of that solar energy around it. And so this is what we are stepping into now, this new place, this new opportunity to marry that divine feminine and masculine within us, as I stated before of learning to work with that energy a new way. Because when we think about the patriarchy, and this is something that I know was really painful for me to look at and reflect in myself and say, there is this aspect of me that's responsible for this. Because that feminine energy, it is chaos. It is like, very rightly so. When you come in, your staff feels it because they're like, oh boy, we <laughs> just got into a stable place and Dr. Pat's coming in to blow it all up. We're going <laughs> to dissolve. We're going to restructure because that's what creation is. And so the way we've been interacting with that energy is instead of allowing ourselves to slow down, to take a breath, to let that energy come through until we find that grounded place. We've been using that solar energy, that masculine energy that's become the patriarchy, as we like to say, to come in and be like, we got to control and contain this because this energy is crazy and can literally cause a nuclear explosion. And they're right. This energy could do that if it was left unchecked. Yes. But that's the thing. It's not going to be unchecked because 
we work with both. And when we start to allow those energies to instead communicate with each other in a loving way, to be in a marriage, a love relationship, a partnership, whew, this <laughs> is when we're going to start to see the world interact in a new and beautiful way. Yeah. And, you know, this is really for me, you know, every day I think about sort of the reflection on how I start my day. And I've joked about this on air before. I have a daily meditation I do, and I always stop and I ask, you know, God, God is, you know, universe, source energy, what is mine to do today? And I can't tell you for how many days, like now into years, there's one answer, and the answer is more, do more. Uh, and then I always come back and jokingly say, okay little guidance would be helpful. And I get it. Um, but most of us have had, what do you call them? Hard knocks in life. You know, we've had a few things. I don't call them hard knocks, but the reference, our pop culture reference to things that happen, right? You know, we have some incredible words that we use a lot to describe things that happen in our lives. And so what I wanted to ask you about for today is, and I want to take a short break and come back, is I want to talk with you about creating that space, that space of inclusion, because we are in a place where there is a healing right in front of us right now. Even if you would draw from the headlines this morning, there is a healing going on. Um, and, you know, there is a level of division going on. And, you know, once upon a time, we could really look at things and identify it and know, and know, I don't really like this person because of the color of their skin. I don't like this person because of who they love. I don't like this person because what they believe. Now in the world we live in today, you know, there is an energy that I do believe all of us look at every day in some way even down the fine line of, seriously, you didn't get vaccinated. Uh, oopsie, you're not wearing a mask. Oh my gosh, dot, dot, dot. We're going to take a short break and we come back. All of this is an energy. Where does it go? How does it affect us? And thanks to Natasha, what can we do to create the space of dynamic, magical priestess womb dominatrix soul healing we'll be right back hi i'm mary jane mack and yes our office is open and we are doing strictly phone consultations if you would like to call and get tuned up it's perfect time with everything that's going on and things aren't calming down pick up the phone and give us a call it's quick and easy and it's fun if you'd like more information on it you can look at maryjanemack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Tune in to Transformation with Martinet every second and fourth Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Martinet and her guests are here shining their lights today through empowering stories of hardship and transformation. Begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and tune in every second and fourth Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific to Transformation with Martine. 
Life can be demanding, but sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Hey there, I'm Ricky Schwartz from My Turn Life Coaching, Reclaim Your Life. How do you know if you're living your life and not someone else's? Here's one way to find out. First, list out your top five core values. For example, mine are empathy, excellence, passion, service, and core values. Then put those core values into short first-person core value statements. In my case, one, empathy powers my relationships. Two, excellence is the goal in all things I do. Three, passion fuels my perseverance. Four, my value is measured by my service to others. And five, core values drive all of my life decisions. Now ask yourself, am I using my core value statements to drive my personal and professional decisions? Maybe not. Maybe you've never even considered doing so. And that's where life coaching begins. Go to MyTurnLifeCoaching.com and let's put your personal core values into your driver's seat. Tune into Hungry for Answers every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com with me, Robin Clare. I am a recovery coach, professional, and best-selling author, bringing you eye-opening conversations about addiction and groundbreaking tools for recovery. To learn about me and my offerings, visit Clarity.com. That's Claire, C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y.com. Benny, I'm going to do my belly dance. Thank you for that music. Yes. With Benny. A, with a whip crack? Okay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I would definitely be on for that. Totally welcome different show back for another day. <laughs> you do a whole show on that. Welcome oh, back, yeah. everybody. Awaken to the divine within, opening up to our magical selves. My very special guest, Natasha Renato. Natasha, before we keep going, because I, I really think this next part is so seriously important for all of us, the messaging in it. Um, how do they find out about you? And tell us about some of the upcoming programs you have. Yeah, so you can find me once again at natashaodnedo.com through Facebook and Instagram as well. It's the same, Natasha Odnedo. Uh, the information on my programs are up there as well. This October, I will be launching my first group uh, embodiment and coaching program called Awakening the Divine Within. And so this is going to be a combination of breath and movement embodiment practices that really give you the tools and resources to stay present in your body with all of the intensity that is coming at us in this moment in the world. It's going to give us the permission to stay within ourselves, to clear away all that we don't need to hold in the body anymore, and as well to give us the power to be in our power through this intensity, to reclaim our passion, our bliss, so that we can step up and share the medicine that we all have. And we can come into this world feeling a thousand percent that we have the right to be who we are as we see for ourselves, regardless of what anyone tries to say outside of ourselves, but also giving everyone else the permission to be who they are meant to be. Mm. Um, 
in the process and also in getting ready for this show and so much more, you know, there are a number of things that come to light. You know, I was talking with you during the break about how painful it was for me to watch some of my closest friends get beaten or knocked down. And and I thought for myself, and there's a reason, uh, Natasha, people call me naive, right? There's a reason I got Pollyanna Patty as a nickname, because somewhere inside of me, I thought in my lifetime that we would be beyond something like that. And it does bring up childhood things. And I want to ask you about the body of work you do, because I can't tell you how many people have gone through these past 20 months and continue to be in the middle of them with the reflections upon reflections upon reflections of past trauma. What are you seeing? And doesn't your body of work really address that? Yes. And we were also talking on the break a little bit of really diving into what it means to be a soul dominatrix. And so this is going to be it right here. And this is going to be how I share it where this work is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. This desire that you have, Dr. Pat, we are in a pivotal moment in time where we can make this a reality, but we have to make the choice to do that. But the thing is, it's probably not what you think you're asking for. Because what the work is, the requirement to get to this place, to not have to see our grandchildren still have to raising those protest dimes, to fight for the right to be who they are, requires deep internal work. So that we are healing within ourselves, the parts of us that are creating the reality we are seeing. And so... What I'll share with that and kind of in the context of what we see happening in the world mm -hmm. is uh, this, uh, we see people wanting to yell across at the other side, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. This polarity, this division. What this is doing right now, this is actually as hard as it is sometimes to see, and this is where I'm going to drop that soul dominatrix because I'm going to turn this perspective on you that it's probably going to make you angry. It's probably going to make you feel so many things good. Feel those things and explore what they are saying to you. This is a gift from the divine. And what it is trying to get me to do, all of us to do in our own unique ways, is to turn the reflection back and realize where when we are extremely triggered, where we feel this deep repulsion and we want to say that that's something else and someone else, yeah, that's where we start looking within ourselves. And it's not always going to come out that way. And can I share a little bit, Dr. Pat, of what please. you were sharing on the break? Yeah, please. So you, you talked about this experience of, you have this community where a lot of your very close connections are, uh, are from Asian countries. And that you noticed in this time of COVID that they went through this terrible experience of literally being assaulted. And one of the things that you noticed as you were, you were watching this and how it just broke you open was also how in that moment it triggered for you this old wound and this pain of an experience that you went through. Right. 
when you were also not able to freely express who you were and you were outwardly assaulted for that. Yeah. And so this is where I would come in as this soul dominatrix and I would be like, okay. And it's really easy for us to look outside of ourselves. And even this so well-meaning of like, oh, but it's these people I love and like, I need to worry about that. But actually it's about going into what that brought up for you and looking of what that reflection is because you didn't feel safe to be who you were. You couldn't express that. And so somewhere inside of you, there was actually a battle going on. And this battle, you know, for very good reason, reasons of knowing that it was dangerous to share who you were. And that got reflected back to you in those situations of having that occur to you. And then also now in this situation of seeing this occur and remembering you of that is the trauma that we are carrying within us. And so the work there is instead of focusing on the outside, instead of immediately going to run to see how we can fix that outside of ourselves, is to first go inside and see, wait, where am I assaulting myself on the inside? Where am I not allowing myself to be who I am? Mm -hmm. And this is painful work. You know, even as I share that, I can just feel this wave of deep, like, just sadness and this feeling of like, oh my God, like, you know, I, I like to share from my personal experience. And so for me, it's that it's often a sense of rejection, a sense of feeling that I don't belong. I'm too much that if I truly share who I am, people won't understand me and I hide myself. And then it creates this experience for me that creates all of this pain. But when that started to shift, and this is something that I'm very much still working and healing right now, me being this visible, visible and vulnerable and authentic and raw is a part of this process is where I realized that, you know, it was a part of me, you know, that part usually that is held within that masculinity, that solar energy, because it's such a protective energy where it was like, Natasha, it's not safe. Because I had also very real experiences growing up as a child where when I showed myself fully, I was beaten, you know? And like, it's not my fault. Like that is not the case at all. But as we get older, as we start to be able to have the capacity and depth to metabolize these experience, what we can learn to see is that this is what happens when that trauma keeps getting passed down, when it doesn't get processed in this way of seeing where this battle is literally being carried within our bodies and then reflected in the outward. So if we want to change the world, if we want to see this stop, if we want to stop fighting, we have to actually stop fighting. Mm -hmm. Not just in the outside, but in the inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because you know, these are the, I call them, sometimes they're not so subtle, but a lot of times, Natasha, they're really subtle energies. And let me just point, let me, let me just have you talk about this for a minute. You know, how many people have you walked up to and said, how are you today? And the answer is fine. Right. And, you, and, and mm -hmm. maybe in the world of new ageism, that's the answer you want to give. But deep down inside, as the word fine is coming out of your mouth, it's also being argued with 
fear and lack and hurt and pain and betrayal, whatever that is, it could be any number of things. And I want to talk about the insidious nature of this, because we can go through decades after decades after decades and think it's all good and never really know when that trauma, that wound might come back. Now, I will tell you, I did find out which company did that hard pull on my credit. I do know they did agree not to do this. I also know they're a company that I've worked with before and we're in the exploratory stage of what we're doing because we really want to build and do some crowdfunding. And yet at the same time, there are two things I can do. One, I can take an action and two, not carry that energy forward, not have them become the driver of my chariot. In the time we have left, I want you to talk to that because it doesn't mean that there's no action for you to take. I mean, think about the things we're talking about today. We take action on our own behalf. We take action to live a life. We take action. You fill in the blank. We take action when something goes on that we think is an injustice. We do something about it. I don't know what that is for you. I marched in every protest I could march in when I was in my 20s. Um, yeah. And so tell me, in your experience, your own life, because I know you've been there. I, I know like we're like sisters from another mother, brother. I know we are. The past 20 months may have embedded in the minds and the hearts and the souls of millions and millions of people a state of being that they could not anticipate, but yet you have the tools to help us move ahead. Tell me about them. Oh, so, always so much juiciness that you drop in when <laughs> you share. And so... I'm going to take a pause and tune in because so much was coming up and through me as you shared. Um, and so the first piece I want to share in this is that the trauma that we are seeing and experiencing right now, while there is a story here on the outside of what's happening, because that is the way the world works for us, we create a story and an essence to carry this energy is exactly the piece that you talked about of this energy has been carried for hundreds upon thousands of years through our cellular DNA, our genetic makeup, our ancestry. And so what happens though, is that as that trauma gets passed down, as that energy keeps moving down, it gets deconceptualized because how many of us stop and think and say, oh gosh, this, this betrayal that I'm feeling or this pain, could this have possibly been, you know, from my ancestors <laughs> and when they experienced betrayals? No, the first thing that we do is we're going to attach to the story that's happening in front of us because that is what gives us the context. But we are oftentimes giving, not that it's not valid context, but context that doesn't have the broader piece of the picture into the description of what the feeling is that's coming up, this energy. And so what that does is that keeps us stuck and holding the same energy. 
And I'm not sure which beautiful mind said this, which um, I want to say Einstein, but I know that I've heard it said before is that we cannot create the solution to a problem with the same consciousness that created it. That is it. So that this, is Einstein. Yeah. And so this is exactly it. It is the fact that we are carrying this energy something is being triggered with us and we are jumping into trying to action it and fight it from, and we're carrying that same energy. And so that is what the invitation is to instead pause, stop, be with that energy, heal it within yourself, literally find out what that means and love your energy. And that is not easy work. There is no simple answer. This is the thing. We, you know, we want simple answers and there's not. This is why we have each other. This is why we all have medicine to share because that's why we come together. We support one another and we help ourselves sort through it. And then when we can sort through and integrate what we need to with whatever energy it is that that's carrying, we can metabolize that. And then that's exactly it. We can connect ourselves in with the divinity, the bliss, the love. And then from that place, we can move into action of clarity of, oh, now, how can I go into this? And it doesn't have to be of the mindset of how can I fight this? But instead it can be, how can I go into this now with this newfound clarity and love and discover the way to a solution to what I'm experiencing? Yeah. And look at. This is why I was so excited to talk with you today. This is why we all have to be in support of each other. You know, um, I know that when my friends were telling me about that incident and how badly damaged and wounded the individual became, that kid from the Bronx, that, that kid, me, that kid from the Bronx that had to scrap and crawl and you know, literally make sure myself, my family, you know, wasn't getting hurt, you know, walking back from PS14, you know, you, you know, all of those things just fired up in me. The good news is today, I don't act on them. <laughs> so we're not going to have the Bothell police be banging on my door today. But people can go to you and they could get some deep healing and deep wounding. Thank you for today. Please let folks know how to do that. And I'd love to know your personal message for today. Yeah. And so first, something I just want to briefly share before I give that information is yeah. also that they're coming to me because they know how to heal themselves. I am yes. here simply as a guide and resource to just light the way and show you some things that we have as our blind spots. We all have them. And if you feel ready to start to explore those blind spots, to really actually shine the light, to bring peace into yourself, then you can find me at natashaodnedo.com. Through Facebook and Instagram, you can look up the same Natasha Odnedo.